Hi, everybody. Happy Tuesday and welcome into another episode of Great Quarter Gals here on Freight Waves. I'm Kaylee Nix. Joining me is Grace Sharkey, as always, for our very favorite show of the week, where we talk all about into the leading ladies of the freight space. Grace, welcome back for another week. Tuesday. Uh, we just missed Mean Girls Day by one day, uh, but uh, of course it's ten four, right? So happy Truck Driver Appreciation Day. An- another day. Well, of course we need to celebrate them every single day. So thank you for everything that you guys do. <laughs> Grace, I love that we roll like Truck Driver Appreciation Week into Railroad Worker Intermodal Worker Appreciation Week into Truck Driver Appreciation Day, and it's just like let's just keep the thanks going all the time, right? Like your momentum's here. You might as I'll just keep rolling. Exactly. It's a national Hispanic American heritage month. It all is in there. So this fall, I guess at this point, we might as well just thank every single worker in the supply chain because uh, we clearly couldn't do it without every single one of them. And uh, that's why we love this show because a lot of this is about the diversity and the difference mm-hmm. of opinions and the different minds that we bring into this industry as well. So a uh, good couple of months of appreciation, that's for sure. <laughs> I love it. And of course, we're going to talk a little bit about some of that diversity in a really kind of unique case with our first female founder of a true trucking company today. So we've talked to some female founders before. Of course, we've had Nicole Glenn on. We've had Cassandra Gaines on. They're all freight founders in kind of their business and their tech space. But today, our guest will have founded her very own trucking company and she's a leader in the space. She's got a really diverse niche, and we will be excited to welcome her on a little bit later on in the show. Yes, uh, especially this is a generational company as well. Uh, uh, a daughter who's learned it from her father, and I think that's something we always preach here is is bringing these people into the industry and promoting this, uh, even at this generational level. So a perfect example, I think a uh, perfect role model for this industry and a lot of fun topics we should be getting into a little bit later as well. Absolutely. Before we get there, Grace, let's go ahead and cover our news for the day. We've got a lot of events coming up in our space. Not only are we talking, of course, about F3, the Future Freight Festival, but we'll, which we'll get to here, but we're also talking about the Women in Trucking Accelerate Conference, which is going to be coming up here in about a month and two weeks. So it's a, that second week in November. It's November 17th through the, uh, I think 17th through the 20th is that day. And we are super excited. There we go, the 13th through the 16th. Super excited that Women in Trucking is tapping Robin Hutchison, who is now the Senate-confirmed acting administrator of the FMCSA, the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, and is actually going to be on this show, Great Quarter Gals, on October 18th, our episode that is not next week, two weeks from that. So we're super excited not only to have heard from Robin at that episode, but also now to hear from her at the Accelerate Conference. Yeah, uh, hopefully we'll get a sneak peek of what she'll dive into for that as well. But uh, I- excited to have a female right at the top of, of everything that's happening within transportation and um, especially excited that this is a confirmed Senate spot and that she'll be taking on these reins and moving the FMCSA forward, uh, moving forward, right? So uh, very pumped to have her on the show and uh, thank you to to her team for giving us this opportunity as well. Absolutely, Grace. I want to kind of pick your brain a little bit about her confirmation, of course. So we saw Ray Martinez, who was the last confirmed administrator of FIMSA, and that was back in 2019. Mira Joshi took over the post for a little bit, and then she left the agency in the start of 2021. 
Robin Hutchinson has been doing the job of acting administrator since the beginning of this 2021, it was. She's been doing the job for almost an entire year, over an entire year before being Senate confirmed. And now she's stepping into these really big roles. And FIMSA has done a lot of work over these last few months, introducing a lot of legislation. They had a pivotal part in the transportation and infrastructure bill that was passed last November. Talk to me a little bit about what you're excited to see Robin do and what you're excited to have seen her do already. I think I'm I think what I'm really excited about is the fact that we have a solid person in this role. It's been like you, you just went through all that history. We've had over the last couple of years so much turbulence within this market when it comes to the carriers that are supporting this industry. And it's great, I think, for them to have someone they can now look to as a leader in this space. So I, in general, I'm I'm just happy that we have someone set in the spot. We've made this move. We've if there's anything right, this administration has gone through Senate. This is like thank you finally. This is done. And now I'm excited to just see her her moving forward. I mean, she's walking into a a strategic position when it comes to so many areas that we're looking to um, uh, get help with or get um, comment on when it comes to driver relations, whether it's, I mean, you know, there's drivers right now who are looking at hours of service regulations uh, and and individual service regulations, right? That kind of stuff. Uh, We've got, uh, of course, uh, the AB5 situation going going on. Uh, We have truck parking, which is still a main issue out there. There's literally, I can't, I, I guess for her and what I'm excited to talk to her about is where she wants to start because she has a list of areas that she can just start to really make some changes and uh, really have a pronounced role uh, in this spot. And uh, <laughs> she's coming into a, a nice little laundry list of areas that I think charge drivers would really uh, like some guidance when it comes to FMCSA's role. Absolutely. And along that same lines, of course, we know that FMCSA just announced their Women of Trucking Advisory Board to kind of get a very good pulse about what women in the industry are doing to tie it back into our main focus of the show here. And Robin has been absolutely pivotal in getting this board, one, from concept to reality. And she will be pivotal in taking the recommendations and taking what comes out of this board and putting them in to action through lobbying as the FMCSA. There's some incredible names on this list of women who are involved in this Women of Trucking Board. You've got um, Sheree Moore, who is founder and president of the She Trucking Foundation. You've got Kellen McLaughlin, who's a driver. You've got folks who have founded their own companies. You've got Marquita Jones, who represents autonomous vehicles from Too Simple. Like every single piece of the industry is represented on this board. And it also does really well to service that not only are you talking about women representing their own specific niche in the industry, but coming and providing broader context and showing that, hey, they're everywhere. We're everywhere. We're not just in one single place in the industry. And our feedback is valuable from every place as well. Yeah, and it's it's different backgrounds. She's pulling from different ways that these individuals enter the industry, different areas of uh, freight that they're covering. Shout out to She Trucking. I think that's her truck. Oops, other side, right here next to me. Um, 
and I, I think that's what's great is that you're going to have some, I almost wish I was in these discussions, right? Because there's going to be so many different points that are brought up. Uh, there's there's people in there that move drayage more than other types of freight. There's companies in there that start off as owner operators who've grown their companies into larger fleets. There's representation of large fleets in there. Uh, there's representation clearly of women of different backgrounds uh, and different uh different ways of being raised into this industry too. And then you've got the technology side of it as well. So uh, I can't, you know, it just reminds me of like, think of, uh, you know, some of the conversations that you've had with your girlfriends and imagine having all of these different ideas and different opinions and different backgrounds all in one space. Uh, I feel like they're going to have a very good idea of what needs to be fixed. And a lot of maybe these smaller areas, especially in the DEI initiatives, that uh, might have been unfortunately overlooked in the past. 100% completely agree with that. Speaking of women coming together to share those ideas and have this kind of co-communal space and the Accelerate Conference, exciting announcement. You and I will get to be there as well. So I'm super stoked to go to provide some FreightWaves representation to chat with not only the people who we're familiar with through this channel, but so many new faces and so many people, women who are involved in this industry who I don't even know about yet, but I get to meet them and learn about them and know about them, hear their stories and hear their goals and dreams and basically everything that this show represents, right? <laughs> Yeah, and, and this is actually going to be my second Women in Trucking Accelerate Conference. And it's you're going to leave there with such a gratitude towards the people in this industry that uh, there's so many different women in so many different roles. And I'm excited to see who's up for uh, Women of the Year. And we get to hear all their stories and um, how, how they got into the industry and, and the hardships they've gone through. Uh, it, it literally, it's it, it's probably one of my favorite conferences I've ever been to in terms of morale and leaving it fully full of confidence. I always tell people if there's if you have women leaders within your company who you feel like might need that confidence boost in their role, who might be sitting in, in your meetings saying, you know, I think maybe possibly we could do this using a lot of like those terms, send them to the, this conference in particular. It, they will leave with such uh, powerful relationships, networking relationships, uh, and it'll be from people from all over the industry, from logistics companies to trucking companies. Um, it's it's a really powerful event, and I'm glad that we get to be there and showcase it from Freight Waves as well. Absolutely. We had Ellen Voy on this morning talking about the Accelerate Conference. And something that really honestly stuck out to me was the fact that she mentioned that not only are you going into this with the opportunity to network with other people and get kind of a glimpse of people who look like you in this industry, you're going to go come out of this Accelerate event with negotiating strategies and with a little bit less imposter syndrome. One of the sessions I was looking today is literally called Fighting Imposter Syndrome, Battling Back Imposter Syndrome, which I struggle with stuff. Yeah. And I mean, like, I, I think everybody in this industry absolutely struggles with that. So you're going to come out of this conference with so much more than you ever could imagine. And Ellen wanted us, of course, to direct people to womenintrucking.org to go ahead and get registered for that conference. Like I said, it's something that you absolutely don't want to miss. Yeah, I love it. And I'm, I'm happy to go with you. It'll be so much fun. We'll, have, we'll come with some great content and uh, great relationships and get to hang out with Ingrid too. So it'll be fun. Absolutely. And so if you're going to be at Accelerate and maybe you want to chat with us, you want to say, hey, you want us to come visit your booth. Maybe you want to do an interview with us. Just shoot me a message on LinkedIn. Shoot me an email. Grace, same thing for you. 
Yes, yes, ma'am. Uh, G Sharky at FreightWaves.com. Waiting for your email now. <laughs> there you go. All right. Speaking of conferences, of course, coming up the week right before that is going to be the Future of Freight Festival right here in Chattanooga, Tennessee, my lovely town. Look at that view. That's Lookout Mountain, Rock City, all of the above. And I can't even say how stoked I am about this. Um, I just went to represent Freight Waves with the Chattanooga Tourism Bureau and uh, got to talk to them a little bit about how important it is for us to bring folks in to focus not only on our freight businesses, but on our small businesses and the support for the city. And I've got to say, everyone that I've spoken to is excited to welcome these thousands of attendees for this festival. They cannot wait to see what we bring to Chattanooga. Yeah, especially you living there. I'm sure it's going to be really fun to just see everyone in the streets and from this break community. I can't think of one person I know of in this community from entrepreneurs to tech investors to brokerage leaders that aren't going to be there at this point in time. And uh, there's so many really cool topics, of course, that we'll touch on within the number of events, fireside chats, uh, general sessions that we have. But I think what's really great is that, you know, I can't wait like almost six months to a year from now to hear about the relationships that come out of this, the networking that's done and the different maybe uh, investor relationships that come out, the different uh, entrepreneurs and freight tech that, you know, meet those people are willing to, to bet on their product. Um, that's the stuff that's really cool. Andrew Leto and I had a great conversation about, uh, the fact that at a Freightways event was where he met, uh, one of his first, uh, Series A investors, uh, for, uh, Merch. So that shows you right there. Look at where Merch is now. All from this, uh, one event is, is pretty extreme. So, um, that's what I'm going to be kind of watching for is seeing like, the the great networking uh, opportunities that people have. And I keep telling people, if you are looking to enter the space or you have an idea that you think could really change the way that operations run within a brokerage or within um, a certain type of digital freight marketplace, these are the people whose ears you need to be in. And these are the minds that you need to pick. And uh, with all of us all in one town, I just can't imagine that, uh, the conversation will be all work-related and it'll be very, very fun. <laughs> 100%. And so if you haven't gone over to live.freightwaves.com to check out our speaker and agenda list yet, you absolutely should do that because once again, it is stacked with talent, stacked with folks who have their hands in every aspect of the industry, with people who are just so knowledgeable. And of course, we've got some incredible women uh, that will be up on our main stage as well. Grace, do you have anyone that you are particularly looking forward to hearing from and to speaking with? Yes. Uh, one in particular is the economist from Transfix, Aya Banya Ahmadi. I believe I said that right. She's actually the uh, past worked for the past U.S. Treasury. She was part of Kickstarter. Go check out her blog. It's Hey Aya at H E Y A Y E eh.com. She is an expert when it comes to just different financial applications, but how they use artificial intelligence and machine learning to improve uh, fintech and freight tech as well. Uh, I'm really excited to see what she has to contribute. She's been a part of so many different financial institutions and a part of financial institutions like Kickstarter. So she has an idea of not only what 
people at the top of these financial institutions want and are looking for within their investments. But more importantly, especially in this industry, especially for transfix, what the grassroots level uh, carriers, brokers need in order to keep uh, cash flow positive and continue to scale their business over time. So I think that's one I'm very excited to see as well. I am definitely excited, of course. I've got to give a big shout out to my gal, Carrie Jablonski from Trucker Tools, who she took over the leadership there at Trucker Tools from Prasad earlier this year. And I actually met her in person for the first time at the TIA conference in San Diego. And it was just like this infectious energy that she has for trucking and for the world of the driver and for helping out and really building this type of freight tech solution that just helps out people who are doing the hard work. So when it comes to that, she's going to be at one of our main stage speakers. And Carrie is just this person who you can tell that she really, really cares about the work that she's doing in this industry. And I am so excited to hear from her and to see her finally get up and talk on the stage. They were, of course, one of the winners of... Um, our demo awards at the Future of Supply Chain back in Arkansas back in May. And it's honestly like, it's kind of like a rocket ship to the moon for Trucker Tools right now. I know Prasad started it with this great idea and it has just taken off from there. Yeah, well, they got uh, really great capital partners recently too, who um, are bringing a, a lot of use cases, I think, to their their applications. Which, whenever I see those type of investment moves, I just know immediately, okay, your technology is going to get a lot smarter. So I'm really pumped for that one. Yeah, we have, of course, the Freight Tech 25 announcement that will be a part of this. Uh, I don't know if that, if you haven't seen that yet list yet. Uh, if you go to freightways.com, please slash. Uh, uh, oh, can't remember exactly what it's under. It's under the top though. But if you go, if you Google just Freight Tech uh, 100 Freight Waves, you'll find it right there. Uh, we've got a strong list of players, and I'm really pumped to see exactly what technologies make their way to the top. Will it be trucker tools? Uh, will it be some of these digital freight uh, marketplaces, or will it be? I and this is what I personally think. I think we'll see a lot more of this autonomous vehicles, uh, the uh, autonomous. Uh, as a service type of technologies, plus things of that nature, close to the top, because a lot of that is starting to uh, hit the roads and they're coming out with some really great pilots and some really positive results. So uh, I kind of have my eggs in that basket there mm -hmm. on that one, but uh, we do have that announcement, which will be really cool too. Absolutely. So last year's winner of the Freight Tech 25 ended up being Project 44, and they knocked Amazon Freight off of that top spot last year. So it's going to be very interesting to see, one, if P44 can hold on to that number one listing, if they are toppled by Platform Science, which came in at number two for our 2022 rankings, if Amazon Freight can reclaim with all of the hard work that they've done this year, or really just if there's a newcomer, if there's a shark in the water to take over that number one spot for the Freight Tech top 25. Of course, we do have that Freight Tech 100 list. I've got it up right now. And you can just go to freightwaves.com slash awards slash Freight Tech. And that'll show you the list. That's the 100 from this year. And then it'll show you the top 25 and the 100 from years past. And with it, there are some big time names on there. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to throw in some of my movers and shakers. I think that Freightvana makes the 25 top 25 list just based on yeah. what they've done this year, not only with the partnerships, the trailer partnerships that they've set up, their content marketing, how we've seen Shannon grow Freightvana, the brand itself, from just his concept and the step into logistics to now being something that is, one, recognizable, and two, is really knowledgeable and big in the freight tech space now. 
I think that they make the Freight Tech 25, and that's my hot take prediction for this year. People really don't, uh, you know, what's great about Freight Vonda too is yes, marketing on point. They're, uh, they're front facing teams. Let's say that's uh, huge, but Don and their technology leadership too, people underestimate that aspect of it as well. Uh, they've got a strong tech team back there with some really great leadership. Don's probably like one of my favorite people I've ever talked to. He's absolutely hilarious. And, but he's got such a great idea of how technology should be built in the space. And mm-hmm. I think that's why we've seen so much great products coming out of them already with like, what, what are they at? Like a year and a half, two years, something like that. And not that yeah. old. Um, and their team is just so, um, how do I put this? Confident. They're not arrogant, but they're just so extremely confident about the value that they're finally going to bring to this industry. I mean, I, I truly feel like uh, people like Freight Vana um, and a lot of these, um, maybe even like LoadSmart, a lot of these like freight matching, uh, our digital freight uh, marketplaces that are actually adding huge value by contributing to carrier added tools, shipper added tools. They're going to put these uh, brokerages in a uh, run for their money. If you're just a brokerage who's matching off of load boards and your average carrier takes uh, 80, let's say 80% or more of your carriers take one load or less throughout the year, uh, <laughs> times are coming quick. And there's some people be uh, sales reps from co- big companies like Freightvana uh, and Loadsmart and a couple of these other companies that I think will really... Uh, really push the limit over this next year. So good. That was one I totally forgot was on there. And yeah, I'm going to raise them up too. I definitely think they'll be in the top 25. Last question for you. So something interesting that came out of the Freight Tech 100 with this year is of course, XB Logistics made it. Their spinoff, <laughs> GXO Logistics made it. RxO also made the Freight Tech 100, even though they're not fully spun off into their own company yet. What do we make out of that, Grace? What do you think? Uh, the people got some big bets on them. That's what I see when I see that, right? And I, like, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, let's be honest. They've, uh, Bradley Jacobs did what he always does best. He takes a fragmented industry, he brings them all together. And then sometimes in this case, he defragments them into the spaces that they need to be in order to continue their scale and their growth and their focus, right? That's the big part of this. So, um, I, I haven't met a, a Excel was we'll say an Excel leader at this point who hasn't uh, blown my socks off it. So I, uh, that's one where it's. Uh, let's see if they make the top twenty-five. I almost wouldn't be surprised. They've got uh, some big shoes to fill, and I, I think they're they're ready and set to do so. I think Brad Jacobs does a great job of walking in those footsteps and filling the big footsteps for sure. Grace, so for all those announcements and more, you can, of course, head over to live.freightwaves.com and purchase your tickets for the F3 Future Freight Festival. I definitely want to host everybody. I know that I would love to see everybody here for our live shows on the main stage. Everything from Freight Waves Now to What the Truck to Freightonomics to At Your Doorstep, Point of Sale, all of the above. That's all going to be there. And we will be here on the main stage as well. So definitely something that you don't want to miss. Coming up for the rest of the week, it is Tuesday, Grace. So we've got Thomas Watson Tuesday on the radio show this evening. 
Actually, we got the boys are back in town Tuesday Ooh, today. Okay. Todd, uh, Kevin No Chill Hill and uh, Thomas, all part of today's episode. Your girls got the day off tonight. So uh, check out the guys tonight. Um, uh, of course, you can check out the show every day, Monday through Friday, five to seven. Uh, but they will be taking over the show for me tonight. And then you'll get a double dose of uh, some female talent from me and Mary O'Connell on Wednesday. <laughs> Perfect. So you can head on over to uh, Road Dog Radio. That's channel 146 on Sirius XM. If you haven't been over there yet, definitely check it out. Drive time with Grace Sharkey every evening, 5 to 7 o'clock. Got anything else on your radar coming up these next few weeks, Grace? I'm getting really excited for this event. It's uh, less than 30 days now. I don't know how that happened. Uh, but I think we've got some fun guests coming up on Point of Sale over the next couple of weeks. I'm already being hounded by different releases of freight technology, different races uh, and coming up. So uh, we're entering this uh, last quarter hot and ready to go. Uh, if the freight's not there, uh, we'll enter the new year with some really strong tech to make it as efficient as possible from what I'm seeing so far and like i said come to f3 i think you'll be able to see a lot of these players that i'm reporting on over the next couple weeks they're uh, showcasing their skills as well absolutely it is time for the stars to shine at the future freight festival and like i said you can head on over to live.freightwaves.com buy those tickets for this event you can also check out the sneak peek of our agenda read some speaker bios and really kind of start to plan out your time at f3 where do you want to be who do you want to meet who do you want to talk to who do you want to network with? As always, you can find myself here on Great Quarter Gals Tuesday afternoons at 3 o'clock with Grace. You can find me on Freight Waves now every single morning starting live at 9 a.m. Catch me at your doorstep here Tuesday afternoons as well. Maybe some other secret projects that we're working on coming up. We'll see. I don't know. Find me on social media. I'm at KayleeNixWX on Twitter or give me a follow on LinkedIn. And send us an email if you're going to be at Accelerate we'd love to see you. One, two, three. Oh! Yeah.